gather the kindle, prepare the stones, and take your seat around the bonfire. The evil of resident. The residence. Uh, resident evil, how far it has come. How much it's fucked up. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? To say that, I, I, I like Resident Evil 4. Well, no, actually, that's, that's telling me. No, but, but real talk, I think you've got to hear Resident Evil 6. If you're talking about how the game has fucked up, how it's got far away, um, basically, it's level of, I don't know, it's, it's plotted line of evolution mm. has ended on Resident Evil 6. Yeah, that's and, the end game. <laughs> yeah, and that mutation to use Resident Evil vernacular (laughs) began with Resident Evil 4 Mm. yeah so brass tacks today Resident Evil old versus new Faith do what you do man and hit us with the dates and figures okay right I can put these out so Resident Evil came along in 1996 um Resident Evil 2 came out in 98, Resi 3 came out in 99, these are all PlayStation games. Uh, 2000, you got Code Veronica initially on the Dreamcast. Rolling around 2002 is when you got the Nintendo deals coming in, right. and you got the remake of the original, and also Zero, they both hit in 2002 mm-hmm. on the Cube. Um, re-releases on the Cube, but plenty of other re-releases. In terms of new games, the next one to then roll around was Resi 4, which had mutated a lot in its development. Yeah, the early videos you saw of it were of a very different game. Which the house vibe. Yeah, like, uh, like they were still maintaining a lot of the traditional Resident Evil, just maybe updating the controls. It was very much still seemed to be a horror game, um, but it was very much an action third-person shooter. Um, still, I guess, maintaining some horror-y elements compared to, say, 5, but barely anything compared to classic Resident Evil. Um, and since then, the series has never gone back. Like, you've had your spin-offs, like your Outbreak games and your Gun Survivors, but we're basically going to be discussing the main franchise. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. up until Resident Evil 4, so the last game actually released before that was Zero, which was very much still in the classic mold, static camera angles, all of that stuff. From Resident Evil 4 onwards, it has essentially been a different series from a gameplay perspective. And... Yeah, that's been down to been five, and it's been six, and it's been revelations. So mm. there we go. That's kind of setting the scene. That's the scene set, and it was yeah. Four was the dramatic change. Everything mm. else was brought on the same thing. Now I'm going to dive right in here because I believe that the original Resident Evil games represented a kind of perfection of theming. Everything fit. Now, when you get common complaints about old Resident Evil, what's the one you hear most? You often hear tank controls and stuff. Tank controls. controls. Mm. Oh, I don't know the controls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil games, as a success of the game. Because as much as people like to complain about tank controls, you've got to look at the nature of the beast here. Original Resident Evil was built around fixed camera angles. Mm-hmm. So to me, it makes sense. It makes sense that no matter where you go, no matter how the camera changes or pitches or what angle you're viewing your character from, up is always forward, down is always back, and left and right are always your characters left and right. Mm-hmm. That means so that as you're running forwards, for example, if you're running forwards and the camera's behind your character, and then the camera switches to in front of your character, your character doesn't suddenly 180 and turn around yeah. and go back on himself. It keeps mm-hmm. running forwards because you are pressing forwards. 
if you're dealing with fixed cameras, it's the most logical control scheme mm. you're going to get because it allows that consistency of control. But it also facilitates another key aspect of original Resident Evil, which was the fight or flight dynamic. Mm. Everything broke down to, do I have enough time, ammo, correct positioning to fight this enemy, or do I need to turn and run? And it was a conscious choice you had to make, because as soon as you raise that gun, you can't move. Mm. So, you know, Resident Evil 6 is the one that famously broke from that now, where you can have firing on the move. Like, even Resident Evil 4, for all its changes, it maintained that if you're shooting, you're standing mm. still. Um, and I think that's great, man. That, that, that led, yeah. led to so many tense situations where you have an enemy bearing down on you and you're plugging rounds into them, hoping they're going to drop. Mm. Not knowing that they're going to drop, but at, with every millisecond, you're thinking, shall I lower the gun and run? Yeah. <laughs> There's still time for me to run yeah. away, but you're willing that next shot to be the killing blow. Um, it was great, and that's where the tension came from. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's just a million miles away from there. The fixed camera angle is what made it what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like they talk, like people talk about like I was talking to my brother there, and he was saying that um, someone in um, someone in Capcom was actually saying I don't know if this is true or not, but someone in Capcom was actually saying the reason why they've sort of taken away from that whole survival horror aspect is because you can't scare an audience anymore. But I think what made Resident Evil scary was knowing, not knowing when you walk into that room, what's behind that camera. Yeah. When you walk mm-hmm. forward and that camera angle changes, are you going to see 26 zombies? Yeah. Are you going to see like two, um, two, two, two liquors? Are you going to see yeah. uh, what is going to yeah. be there? That- well, some of the tenses, because I mean, I've had a bit of a binge. I've just very recently replayed Code Veronica and 2, um, having not played them for a very long time, so having largely forgotten them. And some of the tensest times are you walk into a new room and camera's not showing you too much of it. You can see your character in the doorway and you sort of stand there for a few seconds and like you hear like a hunter clicking. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. where the fuck is that <laughs> yeah, hunter? Exactly. Like you press the aim button down, you're like, your character doesn't auto-aim on anything. So like, mm-hmm. okay, they're not in my line of fire at the moment. I don't know where the hell they are. And yeah, some people say, oh, that's rubbish. I should be able to know what And... From a, if you're designing a certain kind of game, if you're designing an action game, yes, that would be a bit lame. But if you're designing a tense survival horror game, it is perfect. It's entirely complementary to what you're trying to achieve with of that course. game. It the, makes it makes it. It gives you that fear. You have the fear, which is where yeah. scaring comes from. It's not. It's not about oh something like for me when I played the first Resident Evil. Well, I didn't play the first one. When I was a kid, I was a bitch, and I was not <laughs> willing to play it. I, wa- I watched my brother play one, I watched him play two, three. No, I didn't watch him play three till I lie. I watched him play one, two, Code Veronica, and then I um, I played, like, I think, ten minutes of four, and then I started watching someone else play four, because I just wasn't... I was never really a big survival horror gamer. Now mm-hmm. I've gone back, and I'm playing one as an adult, and with a bit more of a spine, and I'm <laughs> enjoying them. I'm mm-hmm. having a lot of fun with it, but... Like it, that uh, that whole camera angle aspect is what makes it scary. Like the whole jumping. That's what I was gonna say. When I first watched part one, when the dogs jumped through the window, that was the pinnacle moment when I said, "I'm not playing this game." <laughs> that scared me because I was scared of the control system. I didn't know I could. I couldn't just press like circle and start hacking and slashing the dogs like, up. Backflip over the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like, boy, I now I have to run or get munched. Mm-hmm. And that fear was what put me up, but like with the camera angles, that's where the fear comes in. Like that whole not that, that, that whole lack of knowledge 
and they've killed that now in all honesty well I find also the cameras feed into a really good risk reward mechanic of say you are walking down a corridor and there's a turning to the left and you're hearing zombies moaning so you go to the edge and you can't see unless you start going down that direction Mm -hmm. so you have the trade off of do I you know start aiming and shooting and just firing blind but I've got more distance or do I like I'll take the corner and I'll have a clearer view but I'm therefore closer to the enemies again that sounds a strange mechanic but it just totally works of in course. a game that Resident Evil is it and gives you a risk reward this is why I come back to that like I'm talking about this synergy of theming mm. everything came together from the camera angles to the control scheme to the item management yeah, yeah. game that was going as an on. item management mm. game Resident Evil is so amazing. perfect like you said you know you're ultimately chancing shots in the dark if you can hear zombies yeah. and you lock onto them you're still chancing it that's potentially wasted ammo yeah, which is a big deal hard to come by yeah. in that game and, and, and if you've just begun exploring an area and you don't have a map, you may be shooting down a corridor you don't necessarily have to travel down. You know, again, yeah, it could be absolutely. a waste. So, like I said, it's all that theming coming together. Everything works together so that you've got a consistent experience and you knew very well the game you were playing. Mm. And you adopted a mindset to it, you know. Um, and there's been that slow... Well, I say slow, it's been kind of a jolted erosion of all those gameplay elements into the new ones. Um, In as much as Resident Evil 4 had a very simplified item management in that you had your briefcase, Mm. which you would then like. I particularly like OCD would be fastidious about the way I kept my items. It'd be laid out specifically, yeah. There's an area for healing items, there's an area for weapons. (laughs) Resi 4 also was the first one that took away limited saves, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. Because limited saves were, again, such an integral part of the survival horror. The Mm. fact that, you know, I've just died after playing for an hour and I've lost all of my progress. But you don't save all over the place because there are only so many increments in the game. And it also used to affect your ranking if you cared about that. Yeah. It's like getting to the end of the game and getting like an F ranking. You think, oh, well, that sucks. Next yeah. time I play it, I'll try and save less because I want a better ranking. And therefore, your life becomes so much more precious, which is where the whole survival angle comes from. There you go. Nowadays, in Resident Evil, as far as I understand it, like, you know, you die fighting some boss and just like, oh, well, hit retry, I'll do that boss fight again. Yeah, like absolutely. any other action game. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and I mean,. Mm. Like I said, the item management went because in 4, granted, you didn't have the item boxes, which, again, I think was a great thing. Mm-hmm. If you left something somewhere, you have to go to a specific area to pick it back up. It wasn't so unforgiving that you had to go back to the exact same box. Yeah. But at least you had to go somewhere to pick it up. You know, there was a trade-off of, do I carry this? It was like, do I take this key or do I take this gun? Yeah. yeah. risk reward <laughs> was so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That was... Mm-hmm. You had your case in Metal Gear 4. Uh, Metal Gear... <laughs> you had your case in Resident Evil 4 um, but again they separated your mission specific items mm. so you weren't your keys weren't taking up space your mm-hmm. case was just for holding like your guns and healing items it was summary basically. basically yeah but at least there was a semblance of it as in if you had a large sniper rifle maybe you didn't have the space to carry a shotgun as well but there was a, at least a slight trade off mm-hmm. um more so than there was in 5, which decided to completely do away with that and say, these are your weapons, you know, and you've got a basic four-way control in which your assault rifle's here, your submachine gun is here, you carry the weapons you want, and that's it. 
Um, yeah, really arcade like action. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's been a slow process of just taking everything out. But the thing is that the thing that's most upsetting and disheartening about the whole process, I, I don't mind change if it benefits a, a, a series. I don't mm. mind change if it just makes slight adjustments. But this change has essentially killed survival horrors. Yeah. They're dead. Like, there are no more. So the closest thing you get to survival horrors are things like um, Slender and... Or Amnesia. Um, yeah, and all that and stuff. Yeah. Just first person and things are just popping out at you. Which, obviously, is the evolution in the 3D environment. Um, and that first person navigating 3D environment of horror that's scaring people. It's gone to the movie style esque of who opened a fridge door, closed a fridge door, and there's a man standing there like that's, mm. that. Fair enough, I, I could see that happening, but I don't like it. I don't, I don't appreciate the way it's gone. I don't appreciate the fact that I can't now pick up a game. Uh, there, there, there'll be indie games that have the same aspect. Mm-hmm where they'll keep that sort of survival horror but when it comes to A-list they just don't have it anymore and it's, it's like a dead it's a dead system which I really miss obviously I can always go back and play them which I'm doing like yeah. I'm going back and playing through all of them now but it's a sad state of affairs in my opinion when you're having things that were amazing and were game changing and, and, and groundbreaking and then you're now running on things like COD every year a new COD every year yeah. a new FIFA and then they get so much money they get so much attention and then the and, Resi 6 I played the demo for Resi 6 and it was so ridiculous I was it was I, I felt like I was playing Uncharted yeah, like, I, yeah, I literally yeah. I was like I'm playing Uncharted with Resident Evil characters like, I'm blowing things up well like, that's potentially um, this could be a whole conversation in itself and me and Drew have briefly discussed it in the past but what is happening with Resident Evil I also feel is like a representation of what's happening in a lot of the industry which is the homogenization of gaming into less and less genres and types of games. Mm. So Resident Evil is one. Once upon a time, you go and pick up Resi 2 or Remake or Code Veronica, whichever one, it, there's not many other games like it. It's a very unique kind of game. You go and pick up even you know, Resident Evil 5, which still got good reviews, was generally considered a good game. It's not particularly different from Gears of War or Uncharted or something. Um, also why, as much as I do think it's a good game, I'm not a big fan of the new Tomb Raider because... It's homogenisation towards uncharted third-person cover yeah. shooters, mm-hmm. which are taking over the industry, or well, and also first-person shooters. Whereas Tomb Raider um, used to be a slightly more distinct entity, and Resident Evil was an even more so distinct one. I can understand why it's done. I mean, it's a whole separate discussion about the business side of things, which I think we should also go into. But maybe after we've finished giving our opinions on the state of things, but. It's, yeah, just a shame that what was once a game series with its own systems, its own mechanics, everything working its own way is now just like a hundred, well, a dozen other third-person shooters. But they've done it with a lot, because even when you were talking about limited saves, I thought of instantly Tomb Raider. And how I remember Tomb Raider, right, you crystals. do the crystals, you yeah, save yeah, a crystal, yeah. and then you die, you go back to a crystal. It forces you to do certain segments without a safety net. Yes. Which is a beauty. Yeah, because yeah, there's danger to it. Your heart races, your hands get clammy, you think you have to actually really pay attention. Like, I'll be playing a game when I was younger, and my mum would call me, and her voice would throw me off, and I'd <laughs> die, and I'd get angry at the fact that I'm like, now, so if I die, I don't have any fear of dying in games anymore. So like I die, I just literally press restart, and I will mm. restart where I died. Yeah. And I'll just try again. Like, the only game that didn't do that, which is obviously something we'll talk on later, is Dark Souls, which was the mm. only game where when you died, you went back to the beginning. 
to where you were and you had to try again. That's a true try again. Yeah. And that's like what Resident Evil used to be. I think like mm. since I've been playing Resident Evil 1, I've started at the beginning about six times because I, I'll die. When I, when I get somewhere and I don't like how good I've gotten there, I'll save on a new file line. And then if I don't like everything, I'll just go right back to the beginning and say, I'm going to do that completely different. I know where that item is now. I know mm. how many zombies are in that room. I know I can run past these ones and I have to shoot these ones. And there's a bit more tactical play involved rather than just running bashing like the amount of people i see playing games I, i've no i've not watched anyone play resident evil 6 but i'm assuming it's the kind of game you could play with a sound system on and just listen to music and not really get into it yeah, it's yeah. not something you have to really be tactical and really concentrate on it's taken away from it it's like it's, it's like they, it's like the industry it's like the resident evil has edged like, as most of the industry is towards casual gamers yeah mm-hmm. and it's just pushed because that's where the money's at the money's at the casual gamer it's not so much at the dedicated hardcore gamer like, it might sound a bit obnoxious but i believe all three of us are hardcore gamers we yeah, are yeah. we've been gamers since we were young and we grew up with games and we enjoy uh, immersive gaming experience. But we're into games enough to have these big long conversations yeah. about them as well. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I can put it down in pretty basic terms. It's like Dark Souls, New Game Plus 3, baby. Like, I mean, <laughs> you're going to try and call me casual after that. Like, no, dude, you haven't walked a path I've walked. <laughs> <laughs> Still playthrough of Resident Evil 3, though. Well, there we go. There's, a, there's another, there's another <laughs> test. I, I do need to play Resident Evil 3 on proper mode, proper yeah, difficulty. Easy mode. With uh, all the... Uh, with a handgun with 15 bullets in yeah, it. Yeah, the of accoutrement that comes with it. box like, full of guns that you get in easy mode. Yeah. Like, you start with an assault rifle, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's not exactly in keeping with Resident Evil, starting off with an assault rifle, but we digress. Yeah, I just, it feels to me like it's, it's a tragedy when something hasn't run its legs, and it felt to me like survival horror had not run its legs. No. And in the interest of opening it up to a bigger demographic, i.e. the casual gaming crowd, they've sacrificed something that could have evolved down its own path. They took basically an easy option, as in, we want this franchise to remain relevant, let's not evolve it down its current path, let's just bastardise it with another successful franchise so that we can keep it going. Mm. Um, and that's a shame, because it could have it could have continued to be refined in the same way that, you know, something like the remake and Resident Evil Zero they played with ideas in that you know and even things as simple as you know the quick turn being able to press back yeah, yeah. B or whatever button it is on your particular controller to turn around quickly and do a 180 little things like that they help and I think you could have or even you know for all of the series pedigree it's only true 3D game was Code Veronica mm. You know, that had avenues that could have been explored, you know. You could have opened up some really huge environments because... Well, what Resident Evil 4's prototype version seemed to be was um, as you were walking around, you would have fixed camera angles and stuff. And then when you went into shooting, it would switch to an over-the-shoulder view. Yeah. And maybe, given the conversations we just had, that wouldn't necessarily have been... Great, but it was like it was an experiment within the existing yeah. model, basically. See, I think Zero did the best. Was it? See, I think it was no. It was Resident Evil Remake did mm. the best thing because the thing that the, the zombies could burst through doors. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, hunters would bloody hunters yeah. came through doors as well. That to me is what I class as 
uh, uh, the evolution of Resident Evil. Yeah. That's what I thought mm. next generation Resident Evil would be like. like. I will walk into somewhere, I'll kill a zombie, and unless I go over and stamp on its head, it will come back. It will regenerate and wake yeah. up. If I go into a room, I can't run from a zombie. Like the doors, you don't have that whole, you wouldn't have that loading sequence. You just go through, you'd open the door, and as you're closing the door, they can even do something like a QTE moment where you have to bash the button yeah. and smash the door mm-hmm. on the zombie so that it's arm falls off or something and it shuts the door. And then there's a period of time while it's smashing through the door and you've got to get to a safe room. Like that would... That, I'd respect that or you have to get a few rooms away so that it stops hunting you like that that would have been a nice evolution well, there's, again like the way Nemesis hunts you in 3 is yeah. a really nice little touch That's Like I think every game seemed to give an indication that they knew very well what they were doing with the franchise and how yeah. to keep it fresh um, like the partner swapping in Zero like you wouldn't necessarily want it in every game but it was well done it was a nice idea it was well executed and it worked well to that game yeah, yeah like there, there were plenty of other things they could have done within the existing formula or just, again, like, making little changes to the formula without basically scrapping it and building yeah. a whole different genre. But it is the business mm-hmm. side of things, isn't it? That's, I think that's the same thing when it comes yeah. to all, 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 all aspects of, of gaming in general. It's all become a business now. It's become very commercial. Yeah. And I respect the commercialism because the commercialism has enabled me to have a game to play every flipping week. Like there's mm. always something to play. When it, back in the day, you literally had a game, and that was you for months. Yeah. I would have a like, I had Final yeah. Fantasy for months. And I, one, I couldn't afford another game. I was young, and those games mm. were expensive. I mean, Final Fantasy was like 40 quid or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't spending more than this. And I remember buying Final Fantasy IX specifically, going into um, Dixon's and buying Final Fantasy IX. And <laughs> I was like, I was so excited. And I happily spent that pocket money. But... Like you now you have that ability to have tons of games coming out at the same time because it's so commercial. But then at the same time, is is that really a fair trade off? Because yeah, I'm getting loads of games, but they're all the same. Yeah, you know, I'd rather have yeah. one different game every two months. Then, I mean, I still feel as well like it's just like Resident Evil Four. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I played it for about three or four hours before getting bored, basically, because I'm not a huge fan of shooters. But I respect that a lot of people do like it and mm. really love it and hold it up as a good game. And as a game in its own right, that's cool. But it feels like it it's a different series from Resident Evil. Yeah. It could have existed as its own thing, basically. Yeah, they could have just made a whole new character. And then, yeah. Yeah, well, there's a very good point. We need to have a word about character assassination going on here with Leon S. Kennedy. Yeah. And in fact, the entire uh, Resident Evil crew. Yeah. When you're playing the original games, the whole thing has this, like, completely corny B-movie aesthetic to it that is hilarious. Every character is pretty much a dumbass and doesn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you've got terrible dialogue, etc. Leon, as a case in point, probably crystallises the whole thing because he's a bumbling fool in Resident Evil 2. He's always at the mercy of like Claire and Ada, and he's just their bitch, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's but we idiot. love him for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a trusting fool, and that's great. It's it makes him, it ingratiates him to you. You like him. He's a, he's funny, and he's a, something a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. not one of these square jaw tough guy. You know, witticism spouting, gravelly voice, kind of generic protagonist. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know your rolled out video game protagonist. And I do believe Leon was ginger as well. He was, yeah, very, very obviously ginger. Yeah. In <laughs> two. And then suddenly they retcon all of that as like, oh no, he can't be ginger because now we want him to be like cool. Dirty blonde yeah. sort of look. And they, get, they commission a male model to like base his look off of and mm. turn him into some 
witticism spouting squidge or action hero type guy and I'm just like why? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's commercialising it. It's it? commercial. Yeah. It is yeah. totally commercial. But again, it's taking away from what was something fairly unique about yeah. a, a series and just really, yeah, rolling with a mainstream. Part of the death of theming, I think, you know, mm. where the other games, their strong suit is that theming, a very clear identity and everything pitched to that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly with 4, you've got something very different and I, I mean I'm, I'm I'm dogging on 4 a little bit and I did like 4 I've got to come out and say but that's as a game it. in its own right there's exactly. nothing yeah, wrong not as, as, as not a as a Resident, Resident Evil. Evil series no, no. if it had been whatever just like some other name like Leon's Wacky Adventure to say the president okay fine I can roll with that yeah that's true and I, I, in the interest of being honest I was a late adopter as you can testify being mm. to uh, picking up Resident Evil 4 yeah I, you I were quite a, against it at first I had a sustained campaign of hatred against that game because it's just like they've killed Resident Evil it's never going to go back to being the same way as it was uh, when I played it I was like it's so a, good, it's game. a good game in its own right it's yeah. a good game and I mean they kept I felt after playing it that potentially they could keep going with the series in this way it seemed to me that they'd made a switch um, that the original games were very much a B George Romero zombie flick pastiche mm. where they were doing that whole vibe of everything's quite mm. low budget and tongue in cheek and it seemed that they've made a switch they felt maybe they'd done all they can within that genre and they've gone for your more exploitation horror movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre Hills Have Eyes mm. kind of pastiche of the village of crazy people and in as much of a guy with a that bag over his head and the chainsaw, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wore his inspirations on his sleeve, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's okay, I mean, at least you're sticking with the horror genre. But unfortunately, the theming wasn't as strong because you're playing the game and you can recognize the theming in the bad guys, but the way the game plays is completely different, you know. Mm. There's no malice in those enemies, you can either just quite easily avoid them or kill them, you know. It's not hard, ammo seems to be everywhere and. Mm. You know, Leon can go around like suplexing them and things like this. <laughs> Stupid like, that heavy punches and all that. Yeah, just like imagine like suplexing zombies in the old Resi games. It just doesn't fit remotely at all. You would not do no. So, I mean, and again, to to talk to their strengths, you know, that didn't mean that they made you helpless in the remake. The addition of the self defense items, I think, was incredible. They, yeah, I really liked them. They were an awesome. Little again, touch. it was a finite resource. You know, you kept them. Yeah. You and personally, I always elected to have it be a manual thing because I remember you could set it to automatic if you yeah. wanted. That if you got in a clinch, then you just automatically use. I even found I use them tactically sometimes. Um, I would intentionally get grabbed by zombies and this as Chris and use the grenade. Right. Because then, like, you back up, shoot them, and it takes their head off, which stops them coming back as crimsons. There we go. So you actually start using defensive items offensively, but it's all it's as all a tactical trade-off resource thing Absolutely. because you only have so many. And that was the beauty part of it as well, is the original Resident Evils allowed for a more individual playstyle. Like, mm. you played it very differently from the way I played it. Yeah. Like, you were very conscious of the item management and... I think, like, you are a much better player in terms of, like, dodging your zombies and, like, the combat side of Resident Evil, whereas I'm maybe better at, like, 
really managing my resources and health items You're and what items to take around and stuff like that. But this is the thing, it's like... It works for either of us. And it had strengths and weaknesses. Like, mm-hmm. when we came into Remake, I remember uh, a famous blunder I made was Lisa Trevor, who yeah. I did not know was invincible. And at this stage, I'm looking pretty flush for ammo, so I'm like, I'm going to take this bitch down. So I used every scrap of ammo I had. I emptied my handgun, emptied my shotgun, emptied my grenade launcher <laughs> into this like shambling freak thinking she's going to drop, she's going to drop, but she's incredibly tough. Come to find out, you can't kill her, and I've wasted all my ammo on her. <laughs> and I was like, right, okay, so I fucked that up. As opposed to you, who encountered her, I think spent a few rounds on her, realised it wasn't doing much. Well, just realised I can get out of here. Like, exactly. the door's not blocked, there's a way out. What have I got to win by this fight? So I'll just get out. If it turns out I have to kill her, or I can always come back and do that. There we go. And immediately we got a different experience, because mm. I was sweating it for the next section of that game, thinking I need to go recover ammo from wherever I can and get back in the fight, because right now I'm literally defenseless. Uh, whereas you would have been, you know... Doing all right. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> along the way, you'd be like, okay, yeah. I know there's some other large freak rumbling around here. I'll yeah. make a note of that, and I'll keep going. You know, but that... That is good, you know, it's when you get a different experience from playing the game a different way. Uh, Resident Evil 4 onwards, I don't think you could make a case for that. No, it was the same playstyle regardless of what you did. But yeah. that's that whole option of choice that you used to have in old school games. Wasn't, I mean, Resi 4 was pretty linear as well. Like, yeah. you did the village, you went around like this. Whereas the old Resi games, they tended to be, you know, you have this big environment and you go and slowly unlock it. That's another beautiful thing about the world. It's got this kind of Metroidvania style world unlock as you go throughout it and like yeah. open up more and more areas of it. Yeah, it used to be like that. Like you used Not to, in the like, like Now I can go to, like when I'm looking on the map, I look at the map and I go, oh, I haven't been in that section yet. I'll go over there and I'll see what's happening over there. When I do finally find a route to an area, I'm like, oh cool, I'm over here now. And I check on the map, I go, where yeah. am I? Oh, this is how you get into this room. And, and it has that it doesn't have to have and it has the backtracking which I think is an amazing feature yeah, with yeah, old yeah. school games is backtracking I enjoyed and I loved going back and forth between an area and going and seeing new enemies in the area and yeah. it, it's easier to develop in my opinion I'm assuming it must be yeah. to just have one environment exactly, and you just change yeah. yeah but and it works fine it works fine for Metal Gear Solid it works fine for, for Resi it works fine for loads of different games it's just the death of the, it's, a, it's a death of a, of, a, of a sadly of a genre and we're not going to see again. See, as, as, again, I think the thing that still cuts the result is there wasn't really a clean break. Because as much as I kind of ragged a bit on Tomb Raider earlier, at least like so the new Tomb Raider, it was, it's kind of moved slightly away from the genre it was. It's now very, very much predominantly a third-person shooter. Yeah. But the game before that was Tomb Raider Underworld, or Guardian of Light, I suppose, if you want to include that. Mm. And like they didn't leave any dangling plot threads. They, they'd resolve their own storylines. You can take the, the previous Tomb Raider trilogy of Anniversary Legend Underworld, just like, accept that for its own thing. And if you want to go back to the classic grid-based ones, yeah. uh, well, I know the PS2 one ended on a cliffhanger, but that yeah. was by all accounts a disaster. But like, of Darkness or the classic or PlayStation ones, as far as I know, like they all ended with resolved stories, yeah. there weren't yeah, big plots left hanging, so... Resi continued If over. you loved classic Tomb Raider, you know, it kind of sucks that they don't make them anymore, but at least you weren't left with everything hanging in the wind, whereas Resi was to some extent, you can kind of in headcanon things if you really want to, 
but you didn't get a great resolution. No, you would have had to play Resident Evil in 5 the, yeah, exactly. in a new style to get those ties. Yeah, to like continue the story, you've got to suddenly start playing in a totally different genre, which is a bit of a harsh thing to ask your fan base to do. If you happen to love both of them, then okay, but... If I you... don't think anybody, I don't think anybody could love the first three Resis and then love, love, absolutely love four. You could probably love four. And love one and one, two and three. But you could never no way on earth I can believe that anyone could love one, two, three and four and then also love five. Because it was mm. a completely different game. You could appreciate it, I guess, as a separate game, but I don't think you could love it as a resi. Like I wouldn't I, I bought it and I said I'm gonna keep it in my collection and then I played it once. I think I played it up to the first boss inside that room where you can burn that you have to burn it and I was like this game it's, it's just not Resident Evil I no. feel like I'm well, playing it years like, trying to think of another series that has like long running story threads like let's imagine you played Metal Gear Solid and you played Metal Gear Solid 2 and you played Metal Gear Solid 3 and then suddenly the game became a I don't know a well, Mario style 3D platform <laughs> like Metal Gear Solid 4 and if you wanted the story of Metal Gear Solid 4 you had to play a 3D platform it's a though. good example mm. if they'd taken Revengeance and made that a canonical sequel yes, and that there was going to be that no other sequel coming to and it. that was like how the story got resolved and everything that would be the same be a what the hell. kind of example you yeah. have this massive switch in gameplay style um, and yeah people wouldn't stand for it like Metal Gear mm. fans wouldn't stand for it but this is the difference I think um the original Resident Evil games were very divisive. It was a Marmite type situation. You either love this game or you hate it. Mm. Whereas by appealing commercially to, you know, a more common denominator, uh, the franchise picked up a lot of fans with Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. Um, who would argue, you know, the opposite case. As in, like, the other games were dated and crappy and didn't play well. And Resident Evil 4 was an obvious bound ahead uh, in playability. Mm. Because it was a lot more uh, accessible. Again, that, that's fair enough, but I, I just feel so like it should have had a clean break if it wants to become it a should new have series. Yeah, just to have like, it, wrap the story in and this is another adventure with those characters in it. Yeah, like that's totally cool. Like, I'd have no problem. They could have done a Metal Gear and farmed it out to another developer and say, this is what we want you guys to do. If it turns out to be successful, then by all means, continue going in that direction. But you stay legitimate to the series you started out in the same way that Metal Gear has. Metal Gear follows a nice plotted line of evolution of type. Mm. You know, you can play Metal Gear Solid 4 and you realise this plays completely differently to Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation. Mm. Or if you even want to go back to, like, Metal Gear on the MSX or the Nintendo, you know. Um, But there's a feeling throughout every single one of those games. Fundamental, kind of. Yeah. You feel like you're playing the same game. They've just Mm. evolved and they've kept up to date with the technology. Resident Evil had a tonal shift. Um, but then there's, there's an argument with Resi as well as you just raised it. The, is it was it beneficial or not for the series? And I think commercially, commercially it was a huge benefit. It was, yeah, huge benefit for the series. As a business decision, Capcom absolutely made the right decision. You can't argue like, with it. Well, you can't argue with it in as much as Resident Evil case in point. When you extrapolate that line down to Resident Evil 6 and you start to realise it was a beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because albeit Resident Evil 4 was very successful, but following down that line, which was a line that Resident Evil 4 established, was let's move away from the more uh, claustrophobic, uh, mm. close, tight mm. 
gameplay Mate, style. Um, um, what do you call it? Um, corridor. Corridor, atmosphere-based type exploration style of game to a more of a run-and-gun type appeal. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that logical progression is what led to 5. 5 was more or less a carbon copy game engine-wise of 4. Now 6, on the other hand, was an evolution down the same line of saying, well, why do we even need to stand still if we're shooting now? You know, we're yeah. not that game anymore. Um, and 6 has bombed, like... I don't know how... I mean, it's definitely done terribly critically. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely sold a lot worse than 5. I don't know whether it's now now failure, let's say... Yeah, but I mean, Capcom seems to acknowledge that it hasn't been well received. I think the as in um, it could well have been profitable, but yeah, I think the console release of Revelation speaks volumes. Yeah, exactly. The, the fact, fact that they, they like, had realized... to port one of their other games onto consoles just to sort of keep the franchise ticking over, yeah, is an indication of that. And by and large, Revelation seems to get more comparisons to original Resident Evil than it would. I, I, I seem to get the, again. I haven't played it. I'm coming from position. Of ignorance, but it seems to be more that it gets comparisons to four. Yeah, I'd, like I'd as say in, that's if more. If you apt. liked Resident Evil Four, you'll like Revelations. Yeah, not that if you liked classic Resident Evil, well, you might like Revelations, but not because it's the same kind. Of I'll game. use the convenience of argument that Resident Evil Four was more like original Resident. Yeah, Evil. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then try and draw that line back. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Capcom make original Resident Evil games, please. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we want to play them, man. Like, yeah. Absolutely. There's a gap in the market, I'd like to think anyway, of other people who liked classic Resident Evil and liked it for what it was with what some people consider warts and all. Like, we actually consider, no, they're genuinely benefits. They work. They seem like design choices. It's like, to use like a random one, but just because it's another game series I love, like, I love Metroid Prime because of its incredibly unconventional control scheme. Yeah. A lot of people were like, even back when it came out, sort of bemoaning like, oh, it should have twin stick style gameplay. And I can see why people would say that, but for me it's like, no, this game would be worse if it had twin stick style gameplay. Same with Resi, if it had, you know, a modern third person camera and, you know, dynamic shooting and all of this stuff, like, that actually takes away from what the core experience yeah. of it is. It dilutes the main entertainment value you're getting from this, or as you said, like, tension, claustrophobia. Worrying about the survival, all those things. So if I set up a hypothetical commercial framework for you guys, you guys tell me how valuable <laughs> you think it could be to the company and whether you think there's a chance it could actually take place. Because I look at cases like Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it'd been chucking along, you know, it had all those other different series, Battle Network and... Zero. Zero, yeah. and had PlayStation, PlayStation 2 releases, etc., etc., um, and was going along its line of evolution. Now, in, within this generation, or the just prior generation, Capcom made the decision to release 9, which was a NES perfect mm. version of Mega Man. It looked exactly like a NES game. It performed better, obviously, because you can hammer out all the kinks from the hardware. Mm-hmm. But from an aesthetic point of view, from play style, control style, everything, it was basically a NES game. And this is Capcom. These are the same people who make Resident Evil. Mm. Um, now that did very well for them, and it spawned a sequel again. You know, they did Mega Man Ten, which was the same basic concept, and came out in the same way. Now, do you guys think 
that a similar thing could happen for Resident Evil, in which they say, we're going to continue down doing what we want to do in Resident Evil, but we're going to make an homage to old Resident Evil and release it as a numbered sequel in the old traditional style. Do you think it's something they would do? Or do you think it's something that could be done in a financially beneficial way? Um, I mean, I don't think it would cost bucket loads of money to do it. Because I don't think people... If Capcom came out and said, we are doing this, you know, return to classic Resident Evil, I don't think people would say, like, okay, well, it's got to be, you know, absolutely the crispest HD textures, it's got to be 1080p and 60 frames a second, and as good-looking as any game. Like, I think people would be quite happy to accept... Like, as long as you can see what's going on, frankly, decent yeah. graphics. <laughs> if they wanted to literally go back to doing PlayStation era graphic, wouldn't be my personal preference, but hey, I'd still, I'd still take that. But I don't think they would even do that. I think that you could do it easily. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that expensive. It wouldn't be that do. difficult, in all honesty. But then I don't, at the same time, I don't think it would be that commercially viable. I don't think it yeah. would sell that many units. Yeah. But if it wasn't that expensive to make. Like, again, Mega Man 9 and 10, I'm sure they're they're never going to challenge Call of Duty for no. sales figures. And it's an interesting case. They were cheap to make. That is a style that had been abandoned since Nintendo, original mm. Nintendo days, yeah. like the 80s. Um, and you'd argue that that's a big gamble that, you know... But this is the thing, we, we live in a time of resurgent retro gaming, so if there's mm. ever a time to do it, it's now. And Capcom are pretty active in that. They did Bionic Commando. Yeah. At the same time as releasing a new one, Mm. They released the, old. Uh, the HD remake of the uh, old one, and they're doing Strider. Strider, there's the Strider. Strider, that's right. Which looks amazing. Yeah. Like, like, it, they could do it. They probably will do it. In all honesty, mm. because considering I was just like whilst you were talking, because we didn't know the, the, the facts of the figures, I just researched about Resident Evil Six. Like, I love Google, and I just <laughs> like, I just checked whether. It was a failure, and apparently it is a, uh, officially a failure. It shifted 5 million copies compared to 5, which shifted 6 million copies. Right. And as a progression goes on, they expect to shift more copies, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So it was a failure. And I think because it's failed, they're probably... I That's highly doubt we'll see... Yeah, I highly doubt we'll see a 7 in the same way 6 yeah. was done. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, it's feasible. It's a, but I think that at the same time, they're being hopeful. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to count yeah. on it. No, I've made my peace kind of a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, with something like Shenmue, that it's not you know. Gonna it's one of those dream scenarios. But I think you could talk to many an old Mega Man fan who would have said the same thing. I yeah. never would have thought they'd produce this, but they have. Um, it's an outside chance. But, but then I think that sorry to cut. But then I think that the same thing with when it comes to platformers. Platformers are making a resurgence. Yeah, like, totally. You've got things like Rayman, like which is making oh, a huge. Like, Rayman. And it, it's it's meant to be amazing. I had played a demo and I thought, oh gosh, I need to buy this. It's still twenty quid. That's a bit expensive for me. Oh yeah, I would do actually. Yeah, I have a play. But like it's it's. Like, I just find it to be uh, that that works. Everybody wants. The platformers, so Mega Man was obvious as an obvious choice, and then Mega Man's always he's coming in things like uh, Street Fighter versus SNK, no, versus SNK, Street Fighter versus um, Tekken, like Street Fighter X Tekken and stuff like that. Yeah. So Mega Man is always it's a huge he's a huge character. That's right, he's gonna be the new Smash Brothers. Yeah. Mm. So like, but you have Resi, like I'm hoping and praying they do do that. I would love for them to do it, but I just it could be a timing issue as well, since now it does seem to be. 8-bit nostalgia has kicked in hard. Yeah. Mm. Give it time, it might travel through 16-bit up to 32. You, you, yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows? The, the thing that does upset me, though, when it comes to Resi, is the fact that not only has Resident Evil suffered, but things like um, 
games such as Dino Crisis, like, which I never really got a chance to play. Yeah. Because I just wasn't into scary games at the time. And scary games with dinosaurs just did not work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I weren't digging it. But, like, that... That... To, it's everything in that genre has, has died. Yeah. There's nothing of the sort. And I, to be honest, I don't need them to make another Resident Evil. I just need mm. them to make another game of that... That, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Something with that same play style that I can enjoy. Because there are games out there. I guess they, they're for all I know. I don't know. Maybe there is a game out there that's like Resident Evil that I just don't know about on the indie market. Because I don't really play many of these like Xbox Live arcade mm. games or like the PlayStation Network games. I don't play them as often as I probably should, knowing that I'm into that. Or there's probably like an indie game that someone's made for PC that plays exactly yeah. like Resi that I could enjoy. But from my experience, it's dead. And that death is like disappointing. It's like a family member has passed away. It's, it's just it's hard to deal with. Yeah, it's, it's, it, when you, like, Raising Dino Crisis is an interesting one because they never had that fractal leap into another direction with Dino Crisis. I didn't know Dino Crisis 3, again, I didn't play it, but it was some bizarre jump into the future, set on a spaceship with dinosaurs, I which see. was an action game and not a survival ah, game. Ah, right, okay. Whereas 1 and 2 were basically Resident Evil games, games with dinosaurs. So. Well, I guess maybe a series like Silent Hill then, which has sort of been dangling in the mist, pun intended, in <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to find a direction as like technology has moved on. Uh, Silent Hill 1 and 2 were just like amazing. Silent Hill 3 was good and that was on PlayStation 2 mm. but since then they seem to have well there's been like Homecoming for example and there's been other games since but none of them have found that same vibe mm-hmm. um, but I think that you, sometimes you fail to understand in the same way that um, in Resident Evil 4 making you some hyper capable killing machine takes a lot of the threat and the sinister nature out of the game yeah. um, in Homecoming you were a Green Beret like mm. I understand that you know Silent Hill is a messed up place but geez, it, when you go from the first game which is simply a lost father looking for his daughter to a guy who's a Green Beret you're like well I know who I'd rather be in that situation <laughs> <laughs> you know and I know who's going to be less likely to be intimidated by it mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's about understanding the theming of the game it seems like a lost thing where they'd rather put you in the shoes of some recycled tough guy character Mm. who is maybe more desirable to play as but seems more at odds with well it's it's your more standard video game power trip fantasy like hey there's nothing wrong with a video game giving you a power trip fantasy that's cool but Resident Evil was different because it didn't do yeah. that it's not the game and like, to go to like you know character wise it's more obvious with Leon but you look at well, personality wise it's more obvious with Leon you look at the physical character like Chris in Resident <laughs> Evil 5 his arms are just like showing some <laughs> outrageous signs of steroid abuse he's a freak <laughs> you, like look at him I mean the original is so crude you can't really tell but if you look at him in basically Code Veronica or Remake he's just a normal guy yeah. he's mm. completely normal and he behaves like a normal guy even if you look at the cutscene in the beginning of part one it was a normal looking yeah, guy yeah, yeah. Like, real, like, like Arnold. Arnold. Like, he was just a normal like dude you see him in five and he's like you know up there charging the gears of war crew in terms of Physique. Well, dude, mm. he's punching boulders. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fist fight a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But uh, at the same time, maybe I'm miss, miss speaking here because I'm talking about Green Berets and such. Let's not forget Jill Valentine is ex-Delta Force, according to her information. Mm. So, yeah, she's pretty capable at the best of times. But but then that's that's Resi compared to Silent. Like, Silent... Silent Hill. I mean, everyone, everyone, almost yeah. everyone in Resident Evil has some kind of, like... Military or police background or something. Yeah. Literally, the only exception in the classics is Claire. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that just gives you kind of a context, and well, they know how to use firearms and yeah. things like that. It, it makes sense. It even makes sense. It does, they're the, not uh, stupid, over the top. They're not Marcus Phoenix type characters. No, 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 no. Which they basically started to stray into with Resident Evil Four. Definitely. Like the closest you got to it was Billy from Zero, really. Yeah. But even then, like. Zero could be very effective because you'd then get Billy cut off from you at times and you were playing as, like, a little girl in Rebecca and, like, that would really escalate the tension. Not to mention that Billy was a disgraced character rather than someone who yeah. was, like, a, you know, your out-and-out, two-dimensional hero. Mm-hmm. You see, even in saying that, like, the whole... I I had hopes... Now, this is probably straying into another topic, which I think you can talk about at some point, but I had hopes of Last of Us having a survival horror-esque mm. aspect. Yeah, I had to would be survival horror-y as well. They pitched wasn't. both those games those ways mm. in early releases. Yeah. It seemed that that was a vibe they were trying to impress upon people. Because like, this is why I looked at that game, I remember that one, um, was it called Alone? Um, something like that, it was like an Xbox, like a PlayStation Network Xbox Live arcade game. It's, I remember, the, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, like, it was like a, the world's like, a post-apocalyptic scenario, and if you point a gun and you've got no ammo in it, they don't know until you click, and they yeah. go, oh, he's got no ammo. I, I thought Last of Us was going to be like that, yeah. and it didn't, get, it didn't uh, give that because there was ammo everywhere. Yeah. And I thought it was the whole sparse, like, you, if you use this bullet, you need to remember that. You only have four more, yeah. and mm. you better find, you better go hunting for more. Which, like, to go back to our next-gen um, conversation, is something I'm hoping for next generation to implement, mm. is that whole play style of, like, really make it honest. Like, you can have houses, and this house will have one bullet in it. Yeah. And you can go through the entire house, and if you miss the bullet, you miss the bullet. And then mm. you go to another place. And just give it that, that new realm, a new, like, uh, dimension to gameplay. Which... Uh, that's all, that's what I would class as the evolution of Resident Evil. That would be yeah. a happy um, evolution, mm-hmm. a open, a more open world Resi, um, but with the same mechanics as the old style Resi, where you go into, or even if you go into houses, it switches to the old school static camera in yeah, the house, yeah. and you don't know what's in the house, and then you'll be scared to enter houses. Like you're yeah. like, oh shit, I'm not going into that place because that looks a bit worrying. I heard a yeah. sound coming there, but I need ammo, and I see a. Uh, flag of uh, um, like a, a South American like, fl- flag and I'm assuming those guys have guns so <laughs> in there there'll be a bullet so you like you have to make those decisions like that that's what I class as the evolution of gaming yeah. especially with survival horror but it's it's immersion isn't it it's that immersion factor which seems to be a direction that games are trying to go but they don't realise that the gameplay style is a crucial factor mm-hmm. you can't have great looking environments really well written characters and a very impressive scenario and world feel and just think that you can tack any type of gameplay onto it and it will have that immersion factor mm-hmm. the way you play the game has to be integral to the theming it all has to come together to make it feel appropriate mm-hmm. um, yeah I'm um, I don't know, I mean, like, Resident Evil 3 had the feature with Jill making her own ammo, which was quite cool. Yeah, again, they've all had 
cool little features yeah them, basically and was that that was an item you had to carry in your inventory as well wasn't it the, uh, the I mean you, yeah you can item box it but let's yeah. say that you could be collecting ammo powder as you're going around but you yeah. can't turn it into ammo until you get to go to your next item box get it out yeah. and then you also have to trade off of like okay I've got powder A and I can turn that into handgun bullets but if I wait until I get some powder B, I can combine it and get some grenade rounds, I think it was. Right. So again, like, constant risk-reward. Item management. They recognise management a part of the game, you know. Absolutely. And you can play on it in different ways. And, like, maybe, you know, some people will say, like, well, I don't like item management, that sounds boring. It's like, well, okay, fair enough. Like, this game isn't for you. And that's the thing. And in, in, in this day and age, there is a far greater variety for that player than there would be for well, someone who does want item. Well, yeah, like, if Resident Evil 6 never came out, it's not like the group of people who love their third-person shooters are going to have a gaping, you know, absence in the market of, yeah. like, well, what the hell am I going to play? There's no other third-person shooters. I was like, well, damn, there's plenty of them knocking around. Yeah. Whereas those who like classic Resi, it's like, oh, well, nope, there's, there's nothing else <laughs> around like that. So Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks speeds to be honest go back and play the classics which again you can do like hey I've yeah. been on a bit of a rampage of replaying the classics now and they're still awesome but and I do have to make a case that like personally speaking anyway I'm not a nostalgia freak I'm not like everything has to stay the way it was and mm-hmm. once something exists in one guise it's just say exactly the same way I have to return to an original point where I think it's just a shame if something doesn't want its legs um, mm. And I feel like that was the case with Resident Evil because of such an abrupt change in theming. Yeah. That it did leave that hole, like you said, of suddenly this is a game that I like to play and there's just not going to be any more of it. Mm. Um, and I feel like it could have gone further. But yeah, I don't think it's realistic either to expect every genre of game to continue being successful and supported. In a way that we have seen the wane of things like 2D platformers that are coming back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for a long time, they were well and truly out in the wilderness, you know. Well, they basically graduated to handhelds. Yeah. Like, and if you didn't like handhelds, well, you were screwed, pretty much. Exactly. Mm. But I think that comes with the territory. And it's almost a necessary thing for the evolution of games. Um, You need to have these trials of new popular game types in order to... Mm -hmm. You know, to improve the type and see what the next type could potentially be. But at the same time, if it comes down to a base argument of old Resident Evil versus new, then put me in the old bracket for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I I'll happily stay in the old. I can enjoy the new as a whole separate thing. Yeah. If you want to mm. try and replace it, then that's just like. Well, that's the same way, like, I mean. I really, really loved the previous Tomb Raider trilogy, um, and they were awesome. Like they're, you know, probably up in my top ten, twenty games list ever. The new one was all right. It was a good game, and I enjoyed it. And I'll go and play the next ones. Like that's okay. I can still. I'm ultimately disappointed the series moved away from the style of the previous ones, but I can still enjoy the new one in its own merits. And people can enjoy the new Resident Evils on their own merits. Um, as I said earlier, just like for me, it's a shame that it didn't get the resolution, and as you kind of said, it didn't run its course yeah. properly. If it had, if you know, we'd had a couple more classic Resident Evil games, and and they kind of like tried out a few other mechanics in them, and 
really wrapped off the storyline and everything, and then they decided to maybe out and out reboot the series, like Resident Evil, what the game Resident Evil 4 actually is, if that had been some, like, Resident Evil, some kind of subtitle as an entire spin-off series, like, cool, okay, no problem. I'll still on some level be a bit disappointed the old ones aren't around anymore, mm. but it will feel like a clean break. Okay, as a question then. Mm. Going back to my old thing of Capcom making a new Resident Evil in the old style, if yeah. there was a choice between them doing that or them doing a Balls to the Wall HD remake of Resident Evil 2, which one would you prefer? I would actually probably prefer 2 because it's a short app. Uh, if it was like a remake in the style of the Resi 1 remake exactly, in GameCube, yeah, yeah. I like that was awesome. If they were doing the same to Resi 2, I'd go like, well, I know that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Whereas if they try and do a new one, it's like, well, frankly, it's been over 10 years since they actually made one of those. Yeah. They might screw it up. <laughs> so just the betting man in me wants to go with the sure bet. Like Resident Evil 2 remake in that style, that'll just be sweet. Yeah. I'll love that and it's enjoy it. Where if they do a new one, it might be even better because it will be awesome and a new experience. But yeah. it could also be a fuck up. Mm-hmm. So, True. see, I'm 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 completely against HD remakes. Right. As a general system, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't I don't do. But it. there's two kinds of HD remakes. There's a let's release the same game and put the resolution up to HD, or let's completely remake it like. The GameCube remake of Resident yeah, Evil, it's a whole things new game, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider Anniversary, Metroid Zero Mission, they were like thorough remakes of these games. Mm. Yeah, I guess that that, that, that that aspect of it is cool. I wouldn't mind that, but I still, I think I would still prefer a whole new game. No, I'd prefer I would as well, actually. Yeah, that's what I put my money on. Yeah, I, 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 even if it's if it fucks up, I'd still be happy. To have experienced the fuck up, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I've done, I've been there, done that. If it comes to doing a remake, and I like, let's say I've played Resident Evil to like to death, love it. It's a great game. I wouldn't benefit so so much from it just looking prettier, if you know what I mean. In fact, as I've said to you before, to me, the shitty PlayStation graphics are kind of an endearing factor of it. Yeah, I'm it makes like, it. Enough. It makes it what it is. It's like film grain. Yeah, I love film mm. grain. I wouldn't. I don't like when they re, when they go and Blu-ray up movies like Star Wars. I was like, I don't it's like true. it Blu-ray. I liked it being grainy. It made mm. it Star Wars for me. Like, it's, I'm not. I don't care about it's that. It's true. It's when you watch movies from a certain time, you can identify that they're from a certain time. Be it like mid '80s or you mm. know late '70s, mm. you can tell by the film stock what it is, and it mm-hmm. looks nice. It's kind of a nostalgic mm. factor, and it's the same for me with Resident Evil Two. I love remake. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I'd still completely be on board with the Resident Evil 2 remake in the same fashion yeah but if it was down to what I'd prefer I would prefer yeah, a new game in the old style mm-hmm. 